I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. The Ukraine-Russia war has hit every industry possible out there, and the effects of the war can be felt in Gujarat as well. Just ask your diamond merchant friends from Gujarat. Many laborers in the state cut and polish diamonds as a part of their nighttime jobs after farming all day. But because of the hostilities between Russia and Ukraine, lakhs of such individuals have been out of work for at least the last hundred days and more. According to a report by the Hindu, nearly five lakh locals in rural Gujarat have worked in the cutting and polishing of diamonds for over two generations, but unfortunately have lost their jobs as a result of the lack of raw materials, which are largely imported from Russia. In the 1960s and 1970s, Surat, which was first established as a coastal city at the entrance of the Tapi River, gained fame as the diamond city of India. And approximately 90% of the diamonds in the world are cut and polished in Gujarat, according to an Economic Times report. And over a one-third of India's rough diamonds were historically supplied by Russian mining goliaths like Alrosa, but in recent months, supply has dried up due to Western sanctions. The report indicates that since March, when Western sanctions cut off Russia from the SWIFT, which is Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunications Global Payments Network, supplies have decreased to a tenth of what it was. Moreover, apart from supply issues, merchants claim that demand from the United States and Europe has gone down since brands like Signet, Tiffany and Co, Shopa, and Pandora have refused to purchase diamonds mined from Russia. Reportedly. The Gujarat Diamond Workers Union was compelled to demand a 10 million rupee relief package from the Chief Minister of Gujarat in order to fight unemployment. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. I am Farheen Khan, and here is the deep dive for 28 June 2022. Ahead of Prime Day, which is to be held on July 12th and 13th, it looks like Amazon is already losing some of its traction. What is going on? Well, according to the Wall Street Journal, buyers aren't placing as many orders as they did previously, and as a result, Amazon's online sales growth has stalled. The report notes that Prime Day sales have slowed in the last few years. According to a research firm, Insider Intelligence. Data shows that revenue once used to increase at a rate of about 65%, but not anymore. Additionally, order sizes too have shrunk. But on a positive note, the research company stated that Amazon sales are anticipated to increase by nearly 17% from last year's Prime Day to approximately 7.76 billion dollars in the United States. It indicates that even though customers are less enthused about Prime Day, The company still stands to benefit greatly in the third quarter from this sale event. However, in the past three years, consumer buying patterns have changed. According to the Wall Street Journal, buyers only paid thirty point eight three dollars per item in twenty twenty one, compared to thirty three point eight eight dollars in twenty nineteen. Despite what the numbers tell, an Amazon spokesperson told the Wall Street Journal that the company continues to see great success with Prime Day. I guess the glass is half full after all. But what's wrong? Why are customers not looking forward to Prime Day anymore? Okay, first of all, 
A sizable portion of Prime Day discounts are targeted at Amazon's own gadgets, such as the Fire TV lineup or its Alexa virtual assistant portfolio. Secondly, a research by online retail service provider Commerce IQ found that many discounts for non-electronics products are showing offers averaging around 30% off on Prime Day, which is the same percentage even on a non-Prime Day on Amazon. And unfortunately, the weak demand on Prime Day comes at a time when Amazon is already having a hard time. The company is decreasing expenditures in its massive delivery operations in an attempt to reduce expenditures as the rising inflation has hit many sectors of the market. The Wall Street Journal points out that following months of record-breaking demand for Amazon's online delivery service due to the pandemic, the company anticipated high numbers for future demand. But the numbers, as we mentioned earlier, have only decreased. Moreover, instead of establishing large facilities, the company's management recently decided to sublet at least 10 million square feet of extra space. The company, before the pandemic, used to go over and above to advertise Prime Day by hosting concerts and designing unique paper-like graphics as its theme. However, this year is different, and its strategy has changed. This year, it appears that Amazon will not be organizing any exclusive product releases or Prime Day gigs in order to focus on the growth of its other businesses. The growth at such sale events have been slow, but the Walmart-backed e-commerce company Mintra claims that its end-of-reason sale this year has had a successful run. In light of this, there may be some hope for Amazon's Prime Day in India, if not in the US and China. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are TheSignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.